Welcome to Coffee with a Couple Cure, where we share practical tips for your relationship before you finish your first cup. Here's Jay and Lori Pyatt. Hi, everybody. Today's episode is going to cover some of the miraculous signs that we had that meant for us that we needed to be together. Mm-hmm. And then uh, another sign of why we feel like we were meant to be mentors to yeah. other people. Yeah. And I'll be doing a lot of the talking at first because a lot of the, the, I was the one needing miraculous signs. <laughs> if you've heard episode three, you know that Jay and I weren't um, exactly attracted to each other at first. And with the other stuff going on, which we'll um, we'll get to maybe in a other, another episode, with that other stuff going on, I really needed a lot of signs. Um, is this the right guy? Um, that sort of thing. So I'll be talking about a lot of that today. I don't even really know where to start. I guess I'll just start from the beginning. When, um, before Jay and I met, there were, um, I had I had met God in a more personal way and had had two super intense weekends where it just felt like it was me and God in the, in the same room and I was just bawling before him out of my love for him. And it was in those weekends I said, if it's you and me forever, I'm okay with that. If you want me to become a nun, I'll do that. It's just, you know, I, I want to be with you forever. Then the next week after that second weekend, I, that's when Jay and I started hanging out more together. And then um, there was a day where he and I were out with my daughter and another child who was about a year younger than her out at the mountains where we lived. And we were walking around, and I thought, you know, the only way she will ever have a child this close in age is if we adopt. And then about, I don't know, an hour later, you turn, and I had never thought about adoption before, ever. And then Jay turned to me and said, do you remember, you don't remember? I don't even remember the conversation. Yeah, he turned to me and said, have you ever thought about adoption? And I was like, well, yeah, about an hour ago. (laughs) And so I knew that we were both on the same sheet of music there. And then the, the bigger one, and this one takes a little bit of backstory. He and I were out... Well, even before that, I was talking to my friend about him, and she said, okay, what's he, what's he like? And I said, he reminds me of a tree. He's just steady. He's family-oriented. He's uh, just strong. He's massive. He's, uh, he reminds me of a tree. And then when he would come out to my desk to help repair him, a computer issue because we work together. Um, read episode or listen to episode three if uh, you haven't heard that part of the story. But he he would say, "I would call you darling." I think yeah. He'd say, "Hey, darling," or you know, "Well, well, darling, I don't know what to tell you." And so we sat um, with a friend of ch- from church who I think was kind of interested in you. And again, at a restaurant after church and sat and talked and it was just us three and I explained to you how I had explained you to my friend you know as a tree and I mean I I I told told you that and it's like you got it but the the person across the table was like that's just stupid and I was like it's okay you don't I don't need you to understand it and uh 
so then you and I were talking late, late, late on the phone, and we got off the phone. Oh, no, 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 no. You and I discussed on the phone that night what our names nick- would be for yeah, each other. Nicknames would be. And I said, Well, I like calling you Tree, and you seem to like, you know, when you call me Darlin, you know, so how does that sound? Or somehow we brought up both of those terms. We got off the phone and I started reading the Bible. And I felt like God wanted me to read Song of Solomon. Now, I was waiting until marriage. Uh, And if you know anything about that book of the Bible, you know it's very erotic. And I'm like, I don't know. And I felt led to read it. So it was kind of like Bible roulette. The page just opened. My eyes landed on Song of Solomon 2-3. And it said, Like a lily among thorns is my darling among the young maidens, and like an apple tree among the trees of the forest is my lover among the young men. I was floored. I called him right back, and I said, I think God's in this. I think he's in this because, you know, these these verses. And so I, I've never checked in with you on that. How did that land in you? I was, you know, I was pretty impressed by it. I felt like it was very much a confirmation of what we had just, you know, said to each other, not really in a, a flighty way, but just in a, being a young couple or whatever to talk about our nicknames and then here's confirmation that it's something written in in the Bible yeah in a in one single verse it it put both of them together and it was something that you stumbled on that I thought was great so. yeah so we um you know we went forward and there were other signs from our spiritual mentors saying, you know, because I, I was super hesitant to marry him. And they were saying, we think God's in this. I think God's in this. I think God has a mission for you guys in this. And if you know my story, you know, um, before Jay and I started dating, I asked God after a, um, a couple years of just me and him, what do you want me to do? Like, what's my purpose in life? And he said, your purpose in life is to have a great marriage and to help other people do the same. Of course, I didn't hear that audibly, but I felt it in my spirit, and it was like, oh, okay, let's, that, that sounds good, because it, it really struck something in me, like, I, that's my heart to do that. Mm-hmm. So we had those signs, and I'm really, really, really happy we had those signs, because I have looked back on that over the years going, I think this was a mistake. I mean... We didn't know each other very well. Maybe we never should have gotten married. Right. And very, uh, I guess, regretful at times. But then those... Confirmations. Yeah, those confirmations would come flooding back, and it'd be like, okay, no, we were meant to to marry. And then just the other night, I came, I was looking for some old photos to um, to put with one of my one of the blog post articles and came across something from around that time that said, these are some events that God orchestrated before Jay and I met each other. I had completely forgotten about this, but the night before those two really intense weekends started, I had gone to a concert with my sisters and a Christian friend who I was kind of 
thinking about dating him, but it just wasn't there. And I told him, yeah, these people at work are trying to get me with Jay, but I'm just, I'm interested in God right now. And he had known this and still he wanted me to go to the concert. So all of us went and up till then, I knew I was holding stuff back from God in my life. And there at the concert, I was like, I finally got to the point where I was, yes, God, now what's the question? I'm telling you, yes, what's the question? I was truly surrendered. I gave him everything in my life. And then those two intense weekends and then meeting you. Um, So all of that orchestrates together to me to go, I think God's in this. (laughs) I think we were supposed to be together. Well, one story that that you didn't touch on, or were you going to talk more on that? No, I think... Okay, so one story that I think kind of confirmed things for me. After we got engaged, Lori had her sister cut her hair. And I had come over just shortly after that, and Lori was in a panic because her engagement ring was missing. Uh And for me, it was a confirmation that we, we should be together because when she was panicked, I was able to stay calm. I was able to help her kind of navigate the moment. And I knew where to look to find the ring. Yeah, he, like... Before my hair, uh, I had put out a, a towel to catch the hair, taken off my ring, and put it somewhere because I didn't, I don't know, it was still kind of loose on my finger. And I was i was just, because it was just days after we, like not a week or two after we got engaged. And I was like, oh my, Jay, I am so sorry. I am so sorry I lost your ring. I have no, I, I took apart the drain, which was completely gross. Oh my gosh, you wanna, <laughs> you wanna try something smelly? <laughs> well, take apart your drain with uh, the, the sink drain. And it wasn't in there. And I looked all around and Jay came in and. Yeah, I was just completely calm about it. And I asked her where she dumped the hair and we went yeah. and found it. and. The ring was in there. And yeah, it never even occurred to me. I thought for sure I'd put it in my pocket or on the countertop somewhere. And that, yeah, that it, still it, remains true, that there's times when oh, Lori yes. gets panicked about things she can't find, and, and I yeah. calmly help her find it, you know, and, and it's it's not a big deal. But to me, it's just one of those little confirmations of us being together. Yeah, and it, I'm shocked because it was in the grass. Yeah. And he just... <laughs> I guess she saw it, said it gleamed or something. Yeah, I just saw it and bent over and picked it up. Yeah. Sounds like, oh. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so now why don't you tell them why we know or we really feel like we're meant to mentor. Right. So just like Lori's moment of surrender back in 1994, uh, it the beginning of 2016, we had just finished watching a video series that I really got the impression from God that even though, you know, life isn't fair, I get that, but he even said life isn't even going to be just, like with justice, but he said, I'll be with you in it. Mm-hmm. And that was the part that really struck me. So I said to Lori, I think I'm at a new level of surrender. And uh, that night we prayed and I, you know, I said, God, I'm, I'm at a new level of surrender, whatever it is you want me to do. And I went into work the next day 
and I get into work at 7 o'clock. By 7.30, my boss had come to my desk and told me that I was being laid off from my job that I'd had for 14 years. Mm-hmm. Not for any particular reason other than the, the market had changed and I was one of the higher paid people in my facility and, and they were doing a cut in staffing. Mm-hmm. That he had, there were several qualifications that the people had to meet and he met all those qualifications. Yeah. That, yeah. that he didn't touch product and he was a high-paid employee and there was somebody else lower paid that, that was in that same position. So Yeah, and, and they said they would hire me back if the market changed or if the opportunity came up. So it was not for any disciplinary reason. Mm-hmm. Can I? Yeah, go it, ahead. It was a shock. I mean, to see him, he came through the door before 8 o'clock and I was sitting on the couch having, you know, doing my morning quiet time. And he came through, and he, he had a box in his hand. I was like, no. And he said, they laid me off. And I was like, what are they thinking? What are they thinking letting you go? Yeah. Because he had knocked it out of the park. He would receive five awards and in the la- that previous year, or that, yeah. that pre- yeah, previous year. And within the last three months, you had like gotten the assembly line back up and running and Twice. fix these other two things that even the 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 owners of the software, the writers of the software couldn't fix. So I'm like, what? I mean, he saved their butts a few times. So I was shocked yeah. that he got laid off. And so Lori and I had taken a little bit of time to try to figure out what our, our next step's going to be. Mm-hmm. And we had written out 15 different business ideas. Right. And or, or getting a job ideas. <laughs> yeah. And uh, this is the only one that has really gained any traction. It's something where we continue to have an impact with people. Yeah. And so I, I guess really to, to me in a, in a way of kind of summing up, why are we talking about this? Yeah, it's neat that we have these markers in our past that help us see why we do what we do. But... It's helpful when when you get into the stressful moments of building a business together or in the stressful moments of building a marriage together. Mm-hmm. And you're thinking, why am I even with this person? Right. It's helpful to be able to look back and go, because of this sign and mm-hmm. this sign and this sign, which helped me to know that it wasn't entirely up to me. Right. Yeah. So our practical tip for you today is if you have signs like that, write them down, um, reflect on them, and recall them when you guys are having a, a, you know, are kind of in a bad spot because they really can say that it wasn't a mistake to get together. Right. So. Yeah, there's even, even losing my job and struggling to find a new job was actually a good thing, and it's, it's led to some good things for us. Mm-hmm. We've had some challenging Absolutely. moments in there. Absolutely, <laughs> yeah. It's, uh, this business is no different than any other entrepreneurial thing. It yeah. is heavy lifting at front at the first. Yeah. So we, you know, we needed that reminder. Okay, why are we in this? Mm-hmm. What are we doing? Mm-hmm. Who, who called us to this? Because if you really believe in God the way we do, if He called us to this, He's not going to say, "Ha ha, 
I just fooled you into yeah. doing something and wasting all your time. Yeah. You know, he's got some plan. Ha ha, never mind. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> just kidding. Yeah. So it's, it's helpful to have these reminders just because we know life's going to get in the way sometimes. Yeah. All right. Well, that's the episode for today. Hope to see you on the next one. Bye, Thanks, guys. everybody. Bye. Bye.